Are you a podcaster? Maybe you've got that big idea and you're looking for a network to join. The multi-award-winning Ozcast Network can get your content to eyes and ears all over the world. Join now for the first month free, and you could be featuring this sound at the beginning of your podcast. Ozcast. Simply head to ozcastnetwork.com for details. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of the Unlaced Podcast. As I always say, if you are new here, thank you for turning up. And if you come back again, I absolutely love you. Massive episode today. We've had some massive episodes and great feedback over the last few weeks, and I really do appreciate it. Um, super pumped today. I've, I've wanted this man on for a while, and um, greatness sometimes comes in twos, and he's brought a surprise today in Isaac John Ice from YKTR, and of course, the great legendary Jordan Simi, probably the funniest man I've ever met, which thank we got to. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank I don't you, know if I started, I started it off too early. No, no, it's all good, man. It's all good. Let him speak. Let him speak. <laughs> but you guys, so you guys just got into Melbourne here for the weekend? Yeah, we flew in. I uh, sort of made a decision yesterday. We're com- coming out to do podcasts and uh, a few of our mates are playing in the union tomorrow. So we just come down and then um, I get staff travel. So I was like, bro, just jump on. Our flight got cancelled. So we ended up just booking a ticket. Like we're at the thing and just typing our tickets and oh, wow. got a flight for like 30 oh, bucks. Yeah. So we're here. <laughs> Dude, when I saw you coming out of the car, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, he, was, he messaged me last. Oh, like we spoke about it briefly, but. Um, and I, as I told you earlier, I was like trying to get out of Sydney. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, and then, yeah, the boys are playing this weekend. So I was like, fuck yeah, that'll be a mad little trip, eh? Oh, I love Melbourne. Mel- Melbourne's sick, bro. Yeah. Every time I come down there, like, I don't think I could live here on, and respectfully, but yeah. uh, in terms of week, weekend trip, come in, come out, bro, it's place, one of the eh? best places. Yeah. See, I have that same vibe with Sydney. Like when I go to Sydney for a weekend, I'm like, oh, Sydney's unbelievable. Yeah. Sydney's up, but I've never lived there. So I don't know yeah, what it would be yeah. like. Yeah, I feel so. like around, so you're around Bondi. Yeah, we're both in Bondi. Yeah, see, Bondi to me, I'm like, I could live there. That, that, like, who couldn't live in Bondi? Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Who would be the Bondi of Melbourne? Um, that's a really good question. Like, we don't, honestly, we St. don't have Kilda. a Bondi. <laughs> nah, secure <laughs> <St. laughs> <St. laughs> bro. You'd have to go, like, further down the coastline, I think. Yeah. Have you seen that TikTok when that girl explains the difference between Sydney and Melbourne? No, but yeah. I was, what, what'd she say? Oh, she basically says, like, Sydney's like the good looking sister, doesn't have to try as hard. <laughs> yeah. Where Melbourne's like the ugly sister, but the culture's better. So she puts a bit yeah, more effort into restaurants and coffees and stuff ah. like that, which I find like pretty true. We were driving here and you go across the bridge and you're looking, it's, it's not that scenic and yeah, it's a little bit dark. It is. <laughs> yeah. But like, gloomy, man. <laughs> I was yeah. like, holy shit. We get, we get like really cold winters. Like, you have a winter here. So I, everyone in Melbourne, like between 20 and 30 or 35, fucks off to Europe. Like in July. Yeah, yeah, true. It's like, it's like, so Everyone's it's torture when you there, stay though. here. Yeah. Cause you see everyone's like Instagrams and shit yeah, and it just rolls you up the wrong way. But it's, it's got a like half mini New York vibe to it. Like with all the Italian restaurants and yeah. seats closed. So it's nice. Yeah, you were just in New York. Yeah. I want to know. I actually want to know. Cause I've always had this feeling like if I go to New York, I'm going to like fall in love with the city or the people. You, might, you did a yeah. solo, you did a solo trip. Tell them. You fell in love? You fell in love? I don't know, man. Hey, come on, man. (laughs) Nah, he's making up stories. stories, Come on, bro. Like, I know a girl there, but I was hanging out with her a bit. But um, yeah, New York's cool, bro. It's like, there's nowhere. Have you never never been? No, never. I've been to the States, but only on the West Coast. Never gone East Coast. It's it's life changing, I reckon. Really? Don't tell me that. Well, like like New York and no, New York is just there's nowhere else like it in the world. So everything about the energy is cool. People are cool. There's times you're in India, you're like, "Fuck, get me out of here." Yeah. But when it's flowing, it's flowing. Do there's reckon, always something to do. Do you reckon that that trick that you were with? Um, do you reckon that helped 
like settle you in a little bit like enjoy oh, probably the, me enjoy yeah like because yeah. um I, like i like to be on the move i usually stay somewhere for four nights and then cruise somewhere else so i was right. there for three weeks yeah that's a long time uh, money yeah richest city in the world okay you know what it is man? <laughs> pulled up we're at a dollar 52 compared to their dollar so oh, or the other way around so oh. like i was buying so you buy a coffee for eight bucks there it's like twelve dollars oh, and shit. then they flip you around it as a tip and you always have to tip oh it's like fucking double the money yeah it's so, well, you can't you say nah? Or is everyone just like, you tight ass? Yeah, you just don't. Actually, what do you reckon of that? Like, do you reckon we're tight asses or do you reckon we have it right here without oh, well, the tipping? They get, they get uh, like, like, um, like staff, like at cafes over here get paid pretty, like, decent. Over True. there, aren't they on, like, like proper minimum Because I got told they make their profit, like, what they make is off tips. Off tips, yeah. I find that hard like, to believe. So, nah, like, what they're kind of working when for When I went free. to Hawaii... These chicks were telling me that they were on like four or five bucks an hour. Yeah, it's like that. And yeah. then they make all their money tips. off tips because we'd, we'd go, like we'd go, but that's why the service is so amazing, you know, like they have their own tables and <laughs> shit like that. Over here, the waiters won't even talk to you and then they have the tip button out. Oh. I'm like, Perfect. Skip past that, that's bro. Like, that's like businesses rewarding their employees, like yeah. pay them dirt cheap or whatever. You yeah. <laughs> depends how good you are. Yeah, man, that's, that's that's life, man. That's most sales businesses. Yeah, well, like true. if you look at like real estate or anything, they give you a low wage because it entices commission you to work based. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's very true. But like, um, just over there, they do it so quick, and it's like, say you're in line, and then the screens like that, they'll just flip it around and like look away, ah. and there's people behind us, so, and then you, it's harder to find the like no tip <laughs> thing because it's right down the bottom, but you just go off. Fuck it. Could you live there, do you reckon? Uh, I went over there to figure out if I could. I don't think I could anymore. You couldn't, yeah. Yeah. I what, think what would be the sort of uh, water, just it? water. Like RBA, it was like yeah. 30 degrees. Um, you're in the city, there's heaps of people walking past. You know what it is? It's over like there's too much things going on all the time. Yeah. So you could walk a, a kilometer. Within that kilometer, you could walk like I walked past a homeless guy having a shit. Like I just went, so I walked past, saw that, smelt that. That's, um, that's disgusting. Literally on this walk, guy got hit by, uh, uh, like he fell off his bike and then like there's always sirens, there's always horns. So you're like, without even knowing it, you're always on guard and then by the time you get home, bro, you're just like, oh. oh I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, so, but don't get me wrong, New York's the coolest city in the world. I love it. One thing, I, I don't know if you are doing this, but I definitely noticed on your Instagram, but I know for, for a fact you do, is you guys wake the fuck up like real early. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I just want to know some of the principles behind that and the benefits that you get from a productivity perspective or a mindset perspective around that because like you're you're like, I'm talking you're like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. sometimes. I'm like, that is as early as anyone I know getting up. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I mean, who, who gets up earlier than he that? He gets up through I'll wake up at maybe one. It started off as anxiety, but uh, I mean, I just, I'd, uh, I'd just wake up and be like full of anxiety. Oh, <laughs> really? Like, Fuck, like could not go back to sleep. Now it's like a different, but. It, st it started with my old boy. He used to go to get my mum used to drive him to work every morning and he okay. used to wake up at like five and then slap me around the head and then I'd have to go for the ride too. So now my, my, my body clock just wakes me up early. Like, yeah. so I just, I mean, sometimes it's all right, but I've, I've fucked my sleep up completely. I've been waking up at like 1 a.m., 12 a.m. I swear. Yeah. So I have to time it like at like, 11, 12 p.m. to go to sleep so I can actually yeah. get a full night's sleep. Yeah. Sydney's a, a morning city. Like okay. um, some, when I first moved to Bondi, someone goes, there's two parts of Bondi, the morning and the night. You can't live both. Ah. And he goes, the people you want to hang around are in the morning. And then um, once I moved there, I never used to get up. Like I used to get up kind of early, like 5.30. 
530. Um, but when I moved to Bondi, everyone's up and about from five to about seven. It's bro, it's buzzing. It's it yeah, buzzes yeah. in the morning. Coffee shops open. Coffee shops open at five. People are going for runs. You can exercise. You go for a swim. Yeah. It's like there's not many places in the world that are like it. Does so. it die? But it doesn't die down early though, Bondi. Like no. it goes all night. Like Everyone's just oh, really brave. We don't like the reason why a lot of people love Melbourne is because the nightlife so yeah. like so much better. It's dangerous, bro. Everyone yeah. said that. Like yeah. Uh, all my mates are like, man, Melbourne is fucking sick yeah, to there's, go out. There's of. like places that are like almost 24 seven in Melbourne. That's what's fucked. the, what's the main one? And there's a revolver. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's, it's oh, like is that, that, is that story true where someone found a dead body? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, yeah, apparently it is. Yeah. It's yeah. one of the great yards. Yeah. yeah, yeah anyway, like, but, it? but apparently it was oh. like, like three days. It was that's there, like behind a couch or something. Well, it didn't smell. Well, yeah, that's what, I mean, people are that fried in there. Maybe they didn't notice. But <laughs> yeah. yeah it's crest. Crest. it's yeah, actually like, it's got a, lot. it's it's so big, but it's got a bit of a bad reputation in the sense of like, if you go there, it's like, why'd you go there? Yeah. But yeah. when you go there, like it's an experience, man. Like it, it's like, once. yeah, it's like you're, you're kind of like a Berlin vibe or something like that is yeah. what I think they're trying to It looked like there was emphasize. a smoke machine in there, but there was no smoke yeah, machine. It just doesn't stop, man. And like, especially for people in hospitality, like there's Sundays and Mondays. You yeah, go to yeah. Revolver True. and then the Monday morning, there's like a thing here called Breakfast Club, which is like a well-known that's, thing that yeah. starts at 10 a.m. and just keeps going. They uh, they got those in Miami too. My friend yeah, was telling me about cool. those. Yeah. yeah. And that's the time you line up to get in. But it's it's cooked for here, but like you go to Europe and it's like yeah, kind like of, yeah, it's common. Yeah. Like people, people do I that I think everywhere. the closest thing to that in Sydney would be, what's that one on Sunday? It's oh. like in the city- Oh. I, I think it's a better way to drink, bro. Like brunch, yeah. like yeah. all those long lunches, brunches. Because you start early, you get messy, yeah. you get home by nine. You sleep. I heard um, Andrew Schultz talking about, he goes, Europeans have figured it out because he was going to all the rich places. <laughs> and he goes, all them old as fuck people, like uh, they've figured it out. You get drunk early, you drink nice wine, you go home and you wake up the next day and you're good. Oh, man. So we've got oh. it backwards where we start. New Zealand's even worse. Is like, it really? Because you start going out about 12. Wow, that's like funny. that's when you start going out, but you, you hang on later. But all I'm the cousins are trying to drink. Yeah. I'm bad either way. So if you I both you both born and raised in New Zealand? Yeah. Yeah. So when yeah. when when did the move happen for the both of you to come to Australia? I know yours was probably through footy, I yeah, assume. Yeah, I just moved over like family wise. Family, like, family wise. Yeah. So how long probably you been in Sydney for? Probably about on and off for like five, six, seven years, I reckon. Can five he, years. He got <laughs> six, seven. He got to Perth and his dad left. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you did. You told me this. Yeah, he just yeah. took we off. We met bro. in Perth for, for yeah. those yeah. listening. We met at UFC Perth. We and had a, around a heart to heart. Different coffee table. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, the cunt took off, bro. And he just left me there and I just had to sort of find my way, eh? Yeah, so, that's right. I remember yeah, when, when, you we, told, when you told us this story and we were like pretty hammered at this time and everyone was like, like it kind of sucked the wind out of everyone in Oh, like that's what he does. Yeah, bro. we're like, well, awesome like, bro, you okay, man? Yeah, and he's kind of there talking about it like it was tying a shoelace. Was there a girl there? <laughs> yeah, that's that was, what it is. Yeah. That's what he uses. That's that sympathy, yeah. Rich. Yeah, that's like, as he was putting his arm around there. I was like, hey, let's get out of here, eh? Yeah, I've got uh, anxiety. Let's go. Bro. I've seen it too many times. Oh, I love oh, it. Bro. I love it. So we we probably don't cover enough um, NRL on this podcast. And I thought we've got some brains here. And I want to pick your pick your brains on the season because brain, in the in the brain. AF yeah brain of course <laughs> do you I'm not here. know NRL of course I know <laughs> no, NRL. you're, I'm built, over you're built like a, a player yeah you, someone in the plane actually in the spine to someone, <laughs> someone in the plane goes oh uh, the guy sitting next to me he's like do you play rugby league and I was like yeah I do <laughs> yeah, I was like, he's like, do you play? Like, do you play at NRL? I was like, he's carrying a Queensland yeah, bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. Normie's Queensland bag uh, on. Did you? Oh, I don't have a suitcase, so uh, it was just fuck. You got to roll with what you got. <laughs> well, so did your dad take his suitcase when he left? He did, man. He did. Say that, Jake. I don't think I can say that. I don't think I can say that. Yeah. So in the AFL, anyway, it's kind of like. 
kind of like a two horse, three horse race, but kind of one team, everyone's tipping is going to win it. I noticed Penrith is back up at the top. Broncos are pretty close, even though it's tight from a points perspective, like sort of the points difference and what Penrith are doing seems like they're, they're going to be hard to catch. I mean, what's your opinion? Can they be beaten? across the year. Oh, it's one of those ones where like, you know, they're saying they, they probably can only beat themselves. Like mm. if they rock up and they play their best footy and everyone else plays their best footy, they're probably still going to win. But they're chasing a three-peat, which no one's done in a minute. So, um, I don't know. They probably like the equivalent would be like Richmond over those yeah. couple years where yeah. they might get three out of four. So they've been, they've been in the last three grand finals picked up too. But if they can drag, drag a three P, that's pretty special. When they're, Cause they're kind of like young, aren't they still like, well, at they least when they, when they were winning. Move next well, season, they're, they're like, they've got the biggest development system nursery. So like in Western, region. Western Sydney, you'll see like dudes probably yeah. the same size as Sydney from a young age. And then they <laughs> plug them into a great system. Yeah. Um, and then they've got guys that they can see winning now. Like right. when they get let players go, the other clubs are playing not overs for them. It's probably what they're worth. Mm. But when you're playing in a good system, you can get them a little bit cheaper and you get young kids that are 17, 18. Right. Loyalty involved. Yeah, bit of loyalty. Play on the area. Like right. they, like you yeah. think one falls from there. Yeah. Um, Ty and yeah. Tyson are from there. So yeah. Western Sydney is kind of like the hub right now yeah. Yeah. of anything that's cool culturally. And then you got the Penrith side that are winning comps too. So it's, it's, a, it's a really cool time there. Makes you want to move to Penrith, man. <laughs> yeah. I still live, I still live in so Penrith. far, isn't it? That's like fucked. I remember I've been out to Penrith. I played at their ground once a soccer game and it's fucking I remember it's it's this far. Is it the equivalent of Geelong? Like they're not in Yeah, Melbourne, well kind of yeah, yeah, it's not too far yeah. off it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it would a, be from like the C B D of Sydney. It's probably very similar. Do you know Marcus Callard and that? Do you know those boys? The four Karam boys? Oh I, no, I know oh. of them. I don't know them, yeah. yeah. Are they from that way? <laughs> no, he lives in Bondi. He lives by us. Oh right. <laughs> yeah, he, he gets talking about um AFL a bit, but we just like Oh man. Yeah. I really want to take you guys to the game tonight. I want to try to figure out how I can get you tickets. Well, we'll oh, make it happen. I've never we'll been to a never been to oh, a game. Man. How like Braden? How can I describe like Collingwood Carlton is like? It's kind of like I don't know who's the Sydney, who's like the Sydney who's like Roosters, Sydney Roosters. Would be the big yeah, it's Roosters Rabbitohs. Like but you're ninety thousand there. Yeah, but so ninety thousand. Yeah, let's say the Roosters are on like. They're, they're invincible. They're like Penrith right now, which is Collingwood. So if Collingwood don't play well, they can get beaten. But if Collingwood play at their best, no one can beat them at the MCG. Yeah. And then Carlton, there's been like, it's like a hundred year history of rivalry. Mm. And Carlton used to be one of the most successful teams from like a premiership perspective, like through the 1900s. Yeah, yeah. And then they've just gone to shit like the last like few years and everyone's loving it. But they've had like three, four weeks of like really good form. <laughs> and they're like beating some good teams. They beat second on the ladder like a few weeks ago. Oh, so shit. Yeah. So there's yeah. going to be like 90,000. They hate each other. Raiders. Vibes. Yeah, I feel, yeah. I feel for the. Uh, it's, it's kind of, I guess, to be the Melbourne Storm boys down here. But like the Swans boys last year, yeah. Um, like obviously went on a great run. But like you see a lot of those boys just cruising around, and like they, I think it's a good thing because they can just cruise around yeah. and, and do what they want. Yeah. Same as the Melbourne Storm boys down here because we're so like rugby league it's central. I always thought that's why Cam Smith and Billy Slater stayed here. And like Cooper Cronk, because I was like, if they, they go comps. to, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, if they go, yeah, well, true. Yeah. But if they go to Queensland, like, I don't think people in Melbourne understood what their life's like. No, yeah. Like they, they can't go to Coles or they can't go to Woolies or some shit and like not get harassed. I love, um, honestly, I love how the AFL boys move. Like we come down there last year. Um, and we'll party with a few of the boys and they just move a little bit smarter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they're, yeah. they're like, they're in still, suits. Still they make a lot of errors, but yeah. like NRL, I you think they, about it. NRL have set a pretty, pretty easy benchmark to beat oh, the times. Do you, know, do you know what it was? We, we like, we place our emphasis on someone who's cool as someone who's a larrikin. Like ah, you look at all okay. our content creators or all like Matty 
Johns, he's American, like all yeah. those guys. Just rat bags. Just rat bags. Yeah. And we we put those guys on the pedestal. pedestal yo, he's a funny guy. So yeah. when we go out and get on the piss, we're all like a little bit more rowdier. Yeah. Where we're not going to have the AFL boys. They're all suited up, shaking they're hands. They're good, man. But yeah. smarter. Yeah, they're, they're cool. They're cool guys. <laughs> cool. A lot of it, do you know what? There's, there's definitely boys here that I reckon would love to play in another state because- the most famous people in Melbourne are AFL players. Yeah. As soon as they leave the city, not too many people would probably know yeah, who they are, but yeah. here they can't go anywhere. Like, mm. especially the cream of the crop. Like, Dustin Martin, people haven't seen him for like he's in public for like years because it's like you can't go out. That's Do you know what I mean? It's he's like, my favorite. yeah, he's a legend. Yeah, we were just talking about him. He's he, a legend. He's kind of the one that sort of crossfers, transfers over to the league pretty well because he like, he's yeah. a bit of, like, he looks like a bit of rap. Yeah. Bag. I reckon he would play well as well. Like, I reckon he'd probably be good at, good at league. Like, I didn't realize how big he was. Yeah, he's quick. Like, he was um, standing next to Latrell when they come down and done some content. I was like, bro, is that dude that big? Yeah, man, it's scary. What yeah. is how big is he? Like, 6'3? It'd be 6'2, 3. Yeah, right? yeah, something like that. It's kind of like the new, new fold of like, or new breed of midfielder in AFL, like some of the best players are like six foot four, six foot three, but move like they're five yeah, foot five. Usually midfield. Like Patrick like Cripps, Bonton Pally, like that makeup. Scott Pendlebury was kind of one of the first. Got a gun part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what actually I love hearing you talk about, and I'll go into the background of YKTR because obviously I'm a massive fan and followed the journey for a while. But I love hearing you talk about like things that Australian sports can do better from a content point of view, an engagement point of view with fans, because very rigid like for instance we always talk in the AFL there's so many guys that love their fashion mm. but they have to go to the game in like their Collingwood polo yeah. or their cotton polo and dressed sick. and be like all straight and narrow we were talking like, about this the other day yeah, yeah. and I'd love to like get your guys inputs because you guys are very creative and create cool content of like things you think we could be doing better that obviously American sports do well at times to kind of make it more fun make it more engaging and bring out more personality in some of the players what do you think mm. Oh man, I, I think if you just go just off the back of like NBA, NFL, um, they they create like heroes within the game, yeah. and they allow the boys to like show their creativity through like fashion. Yeah, um, you know they they f pretty much put them in front of cameras to do certain things like that they're into. Um, like when like like if I was saying to Ice, like if you think of an NRL player, that's like the actual poster boy of the game. Like you can't really think of one. I mean, you think of like Latrell and like KP and stuff, but I've, I just feel like everyone hates on, you know, players and stuff here, even the media so much that the boys are more like sheltered to be like, so like they don't want to get out. Individuals like the individuals that kind of come out and be themselves. Yeah. I NRL yeah. was like good with that. Cause I always no, see like the NRL interviews, like there's still like a beer culture, like that's like accepted. <laughs> like in AFL, it's like, you got to hide that. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean. But NRL, it's still like you have a beer it's like, Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. Like, love it. It's just like it's 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 not even just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it, you know? It's not even just the the game though. It's like it's the fans as well. Like as soon as you start to step outside of your like outside of that like footy player thing, everyone's like you know starts yeah. hating on like tall poppy syndrome. Like people, but I, I mean, just <laughs> I always say this on the piss when I'm with a few of the boys. Like, man, why don't they put the names on the back of the jerseys or like let them swap the numbers up and like to re if you want to grow the game and you want to grow the fan base, like you have to create heroes within the sport. You know, yeah. and they just they don't they really don't do it. They don't allow them to. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's fucking weird, man. I think uh, if you look it's at a, like a sport like um, <laughs> I'm really passionate <laughs> yeah, about it. <laughs> yeah, nah, he's spot on. Though. You know, you got to build characters within the game. Like, yeah. If you look at a movie, and there's always like a main character and a backup character, and season by season that can change. But the key part that people need to realize is like sports 
Does it go for 80 minutes in AFL? That's uh, like 90 half an hour quarters. Like you can go up to 30 nine. minutes. Oh, so yeah, yeah, man. It's like it's like going to an NFL game. It's long, but yeah. there's not as many stops like in between. Like it's pretty, you need to be super fit. Yeah. <laughs> I used yeah. to play here back in the day. No, yeah, but we'll get you'd back into be, the- You'd actually be probably- Yeah, good, no, no, I, got I, no played ticker, ruckman, I played rock. I played rock. No ticker. What about the engine, bros? He's vaping up in here. No, this was back in the day, back in the country league in Kalgoorlie, but I'll talk about it after. Go, go, go. So like this guy. So the- so the best part are uh, the brands, the sports that are doing it right. They celebrate like individual people, but mm. it's not about the game. It's about everything else from Monday to Friday. So what is Jordan Simi doing after a game, after ah. they lose? What does he eat? So w- the way you sort of break it down is like you get someone who's super successful in sports and attach them to something that's like relevant. And this is why MTV Cribs was always yeah. like people get to look in their houses and see it. And what was the best part when they open their fridge? You're like, oh, they got yeah, the yeah. same shit in here. Yeah. So if you merge the, the athlete and superstar with the common day thing I think that's where the beauty lies like what does he mm. listen on the way to a game what does he eat before a game so true. like if you look at reality TV it went from like you had to be like signed by a movie um, place or then it went to reality TV of all the Kardashians and it went mm. to vlogging like people use the internet and started vlogging mm. and it gave an insight to people's lives yeah. so the best example of this is that drive to survive yeah so tw- I think it was, I read a stat on it maybe about 10 to 15 percent of the actual show was racing and the other 80% was about their lives. That's unbelievable. And and if you look at the data, I think they raised their revenue by a couple billion just yeah. from that show. And like Melbourne, Melbourne. Yeah. Now you see all was, the other sports are the doing there. It, it, it was one of the biggest um, sporting, it was the biggest sporting event in Australia was the yeah. F1 down here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that was from that show. It's, so man, People always refer me. to like fans as like a new fan or old fan of the F1. Right. And you see like the golfing doing it. Yeah. It's tennis. Like the tennis, tennis yeah. Well. Yeah, and it's like, it makes sense. But I mean, even with the NRL though, like the players somewhat have to buy into it because you see a lot of the older players start to start put out, starting to put out content, but it's, it's too, too late. late. Yeah, it's yeah. too late. So they're like, they're like, shit, what are we going to do after footy? But if the young, <laughs> if the younger guys and, or even just all the players get together and sort of say, okay, this is the way we're going to move now. Yeah. Then I think that's like super important. Like even when, um, the, you know, everyone was doing those, like, uh, they were wearing what they wanted into training. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they, there was getting so much content around that. It was cool. But I think it's just the mentality of like rugby league is fucking run by like 12 old men. But Hello Hello Sports said on the podcast the other day, we've got this gross double standard of like, if you're playing well, you can do whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, those guys are the best. As soon as football starts going downhill and like Corey used to say this all the time, he goes, if it doesn't matter when you're winning, why does it matter when you're losing? (laughs) Because Corey got like a $20,000 fine for drinking with us one time when he had a cork. Oh, fuck. But like, because Proud lost five games in a row or something like that, they're like, why is he out drinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Correct. And the other part of it is what we have in rugby league in Sydney is fucking really shit media where Um, Fox Sports, they'll do whatever they can to get the best story. They don't care. They'll throw you under a bus. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll I'll give you an example. So Nico Hines on the weekend, poster boy, golden boy, everyone loves him. Um, Best one yeah. of the you want to say he's the best player. Well, I he's mean, up there. He's won up there. the Delhi M. Won the Delhi yeah, 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 which is, um, but he blew up at a, a female touch judge. Now players would blow up at a touch judge every single game, but because she was a female, there's a storyline there. So, oh, and all he God. said was like, "You've called three bad forward passes in a row." And they've oh. got the audio or something along like that. So that's the difference. Down here, you get he's a like a gentleman too, isn't he? Gentleman. He's, a yeah, he's gentleman, the nicest bro. guy ever. He's honestly one of the nicest Probably guys like I've ever too met. Probably nice sometimes. Like borderline like- bisexual. <laughs> 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 I've said this to him too, by the way. Nah, he's, a fuck he's actually one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Yeah, he comes met. across so well, man. Yeah. He comes across yeah. so well. I was talking to Nico the other day, like, 
he um, posted thing he was doing like fashion shots, <laughs> but and and they, he looked grouse, bro. It was like you know it looked mad, but then he was like Try, just as he was paying himself yeah. out, and I was like, nah, I was like, don't just do that, bro. It. Own it, man, because yeah. this is how the game grows off the field. Is like when you create. You know, like he's he could honestly do whatever he wanted to do. You know, like yeah. but he looked cool too. He looked yeah. mad. He was it's wearing stigma, shorts and a blazer, like this, like a, shorts and a blazer, it's like you, a subconscious thing. He's just like I put it there, like as a yeah. joke, but not realizing, like fuck, well, this like, is like, like it was a full brain. professional no, it's, shot. It's the eight mile effect. Like yeah. you take the piss out of yourself before anyone else. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, that's very good. But like, yeah. like really good point. Like even like Penrith, like. Obviously, they're winning, so they're doing their try celebrations. They're like, but that's like that's the that's the energy, bro, and that's why yeah. like a lot of those boys are like they're cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think yeah, obviously winning's got a big part to play. And oh, like, if you're winning, you do anything. Look at Dusty. Yeah. Dusty's oh man, he's ever and you know what? He's um he's before he won that first flag, like he that's what he still doesn't talk to media mm. because of how they treated him and like his family and stuff. Yeah. Um. So he still doesn't talk to him until he started winning. Then they started putting him in this light. And I respect him so much for still not doing it to this day. That's it. Because they even like some of the stuff around his family, they dragged, dragged through the mud, which like had nothing to do with what he did on the field. And then he went and literally Dane Swan says it. He's the best finals player of all time. <laughs> like he play, played in three grand finals and won three Norm Smiths, which That's is like Church, Clive Churchill yeah, medals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, won three in a row That's and won the grand saying, finals. Hey. They're, uh, they're he's moldy, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's got, yeah, he's got Islander in him, I think. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. There's an untapped market over yeah. there, man. I'm <laughs> telling you. He's got there's like a an different strength. I don't know if we'll see a player like him again. Like I think he's that good. He's yeah. kind of like um, Cam Munster over in league. Like yeah. they're kind of like similar characters. Munster's a little bit more Larry, but like when you Watch him play on the field. When yeah, the bigger the occasion, bigger the occasion gets, the yeah. better they get. What is it about Munster? Because like I and I don't know rugby league, but I look at him and I'm like, is he like quick? He's not the quickest. He doesn't seem <laughs> like the most skillful. Strong, what, what, but like, what's so, it about Dusty yeah, Martin? Like, yeah, we could ask you the same but question. Dusty's like He's Dusty strong. is probably the strongest and like the quickest over like a, a small like area. Well, if He's like the, the most powerful player. A few of the boys I've spoken to said like money's like. Pretty strong in contact. No, so is he, no, he's like, Mongi, Mongi strong. Yeah. Is that, so but that's, I think it's more his IQ. Wrong there? Is he like actually? No, he's a, he apparently is really strong and like he's pretty quick off the mark. But I think his IQ man is just like he IQ. knows where to be. Like he knows where to be he's standing. Got a huge heart or something like the way he plays well, is like really contact, fi- like you watch ferocious. Him in contact. He's like. Like the, the, he's, no one's running over him. Yeah. Like, no, when he runs the ball, bro. So he'll have a back row on him, which would be like similar size to Simi, and like a half, and he can just stand there and hold yeah. it. He's weird, strong, bro. But it's like his country got country strength. <laughs> I want to go into a bit of um, uh, Ice's journey, and Simi, you can elaborate on on yours as well through this because there's you're definitely um, <laughs> you, you're definitely right involved place. in some of it, but you actually embody a lot of what this podcast is about because. Uh, it's like humanizing athletes, but also big part of my life was like transitioning out of sport, probably at an age bracket where people are like, what are you doing? Mm. Like you've got way more to achieve in the game and so forth. Mine, I think my circumstance were a little bit different than yours. Like I actually like mentally switched off in the game. I had a lot of injuries and wasn't achieving what I wanted. Whereas yeah, I think- sounds like me. Oh, was it you, were you the same? Because yeah, I, I always, always thought, you, I always always thought you felt like you had like a calling of like, you want to do something else. Um, I just kind of got to a point where like when I was on football, I was just like getting bored of conversations that I was having. Yeah. And at that time I'd read a bunch of books. I was really like nerdy into all that sort of stuff. I was into photography and trying to make videos. And at the time probably wasn't that cool. Like you yeah. see someone like Kaylin now, like he does it and it's like cool as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, back then, you're, you're yeah, 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 yeah. You had to Do you know what? There's actually a bit doors. of a stigma around that in locker rooms. Like that guy's like, a, he's a, you read the yeah, book. Yeah. Fuck with. Like, oh, you know, yeah. But like you get out like, of it, you're like, no, that's the, that's the guy you want to be, bro. Like you don't want to yeah. be the other guy. Well, like, don't all, do anything. They all realize that after, like, yeah, I was saying, they, like, you 
I won't name names, but you see some of the older players now. They're shooting content. They're posting like little flashy highlight reels, like um, like. And I'm like, they haven't it's built too late, bro. Yeah. It's too late, you know bro. It is, bro. It's like when you haven't pulled in a nightclub and you're out the front. <laughs> and you're, you're trying to pull late, but it just it's seems a little bit. That gives me all the desperation yeah, on this you. Sound, this sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Happens, this yeah. what happens, guys. They maximize the leverage when they do have it. Yeah. And you know the guys who end up being cooler once they leave football, are the guys that are in around the middle. It's yeah. the same as high school. Yeah. The coolest guy in high school isn't the coolest guy now. Yeah, it's so true. So the guys who are in around the middle, who kind of like blended in, same with football, I reckon. Because right. those superstars have it so well during that time, you don't really need to work hard or or think about transitioning. And then once you get to the other side, it's just like, it's the guys who are in the middle yeah. who, who sort of come up. Yeah, because I, I actually find it inspiring, your journey, in a sense. Because if I paint the picture, you would have been a young boy in New Zealand that would have idolized like the All Blacks and the warriors and so forth. Mm. And just like, cause I can, I can only assume they're the sporting heroes of, of sort of the country, but then you get the, you, you make it through probably hard work and dedication and you, and you play for the warriors. You had a full family too. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky <cunt. laughs> yeah, yeah. Dad and mum and dad too, just take him to training the bastard. <laughs> it's like, glad you're here, man. Just level us out. Keep us humble. Yeah. But yeah, so then like you get there, but then at the same time, you probably don't achieve all you want in the game and you come out and you build something even bigger than you. Mm. And so at what point, because you played for the Warriors and then you went to the Panthers as we spoke of them, what did you, you played like what, across five years, like 50 odd games or something? Yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, did my research. I was in a like full-time system for like eight, nine years. Like That's I went, a long went time. yeah, I went from straight, but not to play that many games. Yeah. So that sort of shows how many, how many times I was injured. But like, um, sort of what he said was he was probably spot on. Like I had a really good family. Mm. Um, my dad was like my football coach. Yeah. Uh, my mum <laughs> I hate you turned out well man yeah. <laughs> just hang around me sort of growing up. at least what we see <laughs> yeah, just man probably last few months <laughs> but like it's spot on like I had a great mum who was like the loving but she pushed me in towards education I had a mm. dad who was like hard on me and um, expected success so, so I had expectations on me from a kid and if I didn't um, mm. do well in school or do well in football uh, like there was a consequence to that nothing yeah. like dangerous but like you don't want to let your parents down so you get a little bit older um you're used to success and there's an expectation for you yeah like, i've got no reason not to be successful yeah. that's that's, that's the true. way i see it i've got great parents i've got no excuse none did, did you have that like when you came out of the game and this is a common common question we have on this with people in that sort of situation but like where were you at when you came out like in the transition phase because I, I was fucked for a few years to be honest but like mm. were you in a space where you're already moving and changing your thought patterns or were you stuck on sort of the past a little bit no no I was I was cool because um, I reckon about two years before I'd tell like Chico and Normie um, like oh, bro I'm over football right. um, or like I'd always talk about it and then I ended up stepping my pack in one of my last games and I, I remember saying it loud for the first time like I'd, I'd kind of like whisper around the conversation but then um, I'd go fuck I'm done with football I'm going to move on and the day I said that I felt so much lighter so when I transitioned out I didn't have any issues with leaving because I never always associated myself with football it was just a small part of what I did mm. um, I like mm. to have different types of conversations with different types of people and I'd read a fuckload of books by that time so I think I was diverse across a lot of things so football went from being feeling this big to like that's just something I used to do. Not enough yeah. athletes think that way, I reckon. Well, like, that's what I, you said it before. Like yeah. people think about it too late. That's what it, that's what it is, bro. That's what yeah. it is. Like uh, I think if a lot of players focused on like building brands around themselves, like doesn't have to be media, like, but it could be whatever whatever it may be. But if they do that sooner rather than later, then they, I think you leave the game with a bit more. Like I reckon if you had your podcast sort of you know 
planned about two, three years, yeah. sort of coming towards the end. Hundred percent. You would have been like, oh, like all good. I've got, and like you know, you see Quaid, like he's got his clothing brand. I think a lot of players need to look at those avenues, like when they're getting to that point. Uh, I tell, like, I tell midway all the time. I'm like, when they're sort of twenty to twenty five, like start a business. Yeah. Because I'm like, you've got a platform, and I'm like, it's not to take focus off your game. It's actually to help your game to like shift. You know, when you don't play well, yeah, you 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 focus on something else. Yeah. You don't dwell on it. Like, yeah. And, and you know what a big one is travel. Like, yeah. um, like, like you said, like down here in Melbourne, a lot of players wish they could play somewhere else. But yeah. once you, if you're an AFL player, you leave Melbourne, like, the like. You, AFL feels like this, yeah. and then you start to leave, it gets smaller and smaller. And if you think of a drone that goes up like that, and you go, Victoria's pretty big, and now let's go to New South Wales, oh, a couple guys will know you. Mm. Zoom it down to Australia, maybe the West Coast, and some of Adelaide will know you. Yeah. Mm. You go to fucking Bali, America, no one knows you. <laughs> yeah. So in context of the whole wide world, what we did as a job may seem bigger that time, but it's not. It's not. Yeah, yeah. It's not. True. Yeah. That's true. And I used to think when I played bad, everyone knew about it. Like, I'd go to a cafe and like, <laughs> yeah, can I but no one, black fleece? Yeah. Like, no one <laughs> <laughs> Takeaway, <laughs> yeah. bro. No one cares. Yeah. No one actually cares when you like. Yeah, it's in your head. Well, huh? I mean, yeah. some people care, but their their whole life is a I'd diehard read, fan. I'd read Normie's comments say after a game. Yeah, I'd be like, "Yo, do you want to go? Like, go grab a fetus?" And be like, "Nah, I'm not leaving the house, man." And then I get like, I'd look at his comments. They're like, "You fucking rob the rob the dragons and this <laughs> and that." So, like, yeah, oh, bro. Ass. The time he got in big trouble is when um he got caught going down. On oh, for the chair. barbecue? Oh. No, no. Like when that um, girl tried to blackmail him for that sex video. Oh, yeah. No. Corey Norman, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Bunyan's like, like, I don't even know him, but I just know I like he's him. One Everyone does that because he's just like, he's he's like a lot of my mates. He's super successful, super talented, but, but always, in, always, in the, always, yeah. always in the rough, always in the <laughs> shit. Bro, and it's like, bro, why? Bro, people, whenever, you know, like mates and stuff, like, you know, people have a, you know, perception of of him but then yeah. when they meet him they're like fuck exactly he's, like some he's the mates. nicest guy like whenever i hear anyone put like talk shit about him whether it be fuck whoever i'll just rile up because he's he did a lot for me like mm. he stole I'm, his flow too nah. <laughs> yes he did oh, stole his, i thought you had stolen bro if it wasn't for <laughs> me if it wasn't for me stealing that like who knows where it'd be <laughs> like truly, <laughs> like, truly. Perspective. I, I, I sort of like i sort of made him like you know, he didn't want it, but I was like, man, you're my new father figure for a couple of years. And, and he had to grow up really fast. So, oh, man. hey, man, like, yeah, I carried him up the stairs, but <laughs> after a mad Monday one time, but we won't get into that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's quality. Hey, legends, just a quick break in this episode to thank our partners, Dabble, the gambling agency, where you dabble socially and gamble responsibly. Please only bet what you can and are willing to lose. Now, Dabble is one of the great platforms out there. I absolutely love using it. Very similar to Instagram, where you can follow some of the head honchos in the different sports, copy their bets and get some good wins on the board. Now, Fortunately for me, I've been working with Double for over a year. This year, we are doing a stream every Tuesday night. It's called Jake's Take. It's from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. where you can go in the Double app. You can join me. We get guests on every week. We bet on the dogs. We have an absolute ball, and they're talking about sport and cutting up the shop around what's going around town across all codes. So come on down, check it out. Double socially, gamble responsibly, and let's get back into the episode. I followed the... YKTR journey for a long time. I think it's so funny. It's, it's actually embarrassing for me because I reckon it would have been like episode 30 and we did a Zoom pod with Ice and I spoke to him a while ago and I'm like, bro, do you remember coming on my podcast? He's like, 
oh, nah, bro, nah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, bro, we cut up the shit. It was like short. And this yeah. is when you were like, I'm going to jump on like eight Six, or nine yeah, podcasts. And I yeah, jumped on it because yeah. I was watching your content heavily um, at the time. So I'd, I caught it straight away, messaged Jackson or whatever, and he helped set it up. But so I've been watching you guys for years. Take him two, yeah, two yeah. weeks again. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably. <laughs> um, but I just want you guys to, or both of you, but Ice, obviously you're, you're a co-founder of it, just to give us a background of how it started and, and what was sort of the purpose behind it when you did it. <laughs> Do you want to say? <laughs> Do you want me to start? Yeah, you go. Fucking <laughs> no, 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 I'll tell, tell you a funny story. Like, Whenever I meet anyone, they ask about YKTR. I'm like, I tell everyone I started today. <laughs> Do you really? Always, bro. Yeah. I'm like, I'm the Y and YKTR. And people are like, nah. Yeah, why are we hiding? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, bro, just us, us four used yeah, to live together. I tell the exact story, but so I add myself now, into it. It's so big now, like, and, it, and it's obviously continuously growing, but you're in a position where, and I love how you, you pivot on, like, you're not just clothing, you're into sports, but the various types of contents you're pushing out yeah. and sort of the moves you're taking. And I'm sure there's, like, some inspiration from Barstool Sports as well. Um, yeah, do you know what it was, bro? Like, at the time, not, no one had kind of done it. So mm. it's, it's kind of obvious now, but YKTR was just, like, me, Chico, Normie, we lived together. And YKTR, like, you know, the rules was kind of like a word at the time. Like you look at someone like Addo Car who says, let's trot. Um, mm. And that's all it was. Like, we used to just, like, hype um, – Use the acronym on girls for you remember Pia Miller? Oh yeah. Yeah, like she was like a crush at the time. Oh, man, like, she still is for me. Yeah. Respectfully. She has an age, bro. Uh, Respectfully. Man. I don't even look at She anymore. married into that rich buns. Yeah, too. we're can we that's when I knew oh, I was. Oh Pia Miller are fucking home and away. Oh yeah. my days. Yeah to go but we used to just comment on girl stuff and like um, we'll be like oh you're gonna go out tonight and we just say you know the rules so it kind of yeah. just stemmed from that um, I was just into like business books at the time and we just started a, was, was it just, clothing just that t-shirt stuff. yeah just clothing I mean you're wearing some stuff now but it's like high quality shit it, it is bro. it fucking it flies well, off well, like, any of my mates that like pinch a hoodie or something like I see them wearing it consistently yeah. they're like fuck this is actually my, my best, the best hoodie I have. Like, like a I, lot of people have like ripped it too. Like it looks exactly the same and, and materials and stuff, which happens yeah. in the clothing game. But we were in this phase where we were trying to do YKTR sports. Like you said, mirrored off Barstool sports and went to me in there and a few of the other boys too. Um, and I kind of took my eye off the, the clothing game. So mm. um, we're in a phase now where I'm, all my attention's back there. So uh, with clothing, you just always got to be adaptive and moving forward. Because if people keep copying, like, at the start, it could be seem, seem a coincidence, but yeah. if it still looks similar after a couple of years, like you can sort of like smell the trail on you. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah. and, and there's so much more people coming into the game right now. When we first started, people were buying them because like, oh, this is an Australian it's brand. It's a tough market, man. Like starting a clothing business now, it's pretty saturated. Like Everyone's, you've got to have yeah. a real, like- It's, it's same as a podcast. you got to yeah, grow same, yeah, Anything correct. that's got an easy entrance point, there's always going to be a flood of people, but cream always rises, yeah. bro. Cream yeah, that's rises. true. And like, and like, even I was saying it the other day, like, like um, you have to grow. Like in regards to like whatever, like if you're changing what you're selling, like just growing within yourself as well. I think that's what you're saying, like about and like the time we're like we were like we those times where like we were the hottest brand, we couldn't keep shit in enough clothes in stock, and um, yeah, we're, that's we were selling out of like stuff in like minutes, like a couple minutes, and it was crazy to watch. But at the time. We were in COVID, so everyone You're was sitting welcome. at home. <laughs> <laughs> That's before we were, um, <laughs> at, at the time, we were sitting in COVID and everyone, all, all they wanted was comfortable sweats and we made the most comfortable hoodie at the time. So yeah. um, then we got out of COVID, everyone wanted to travel and move and we didn't really make stuff that accommodated towards that, you know what okay. I mean? So, and other brands did. They started to take off. But like I said, I kind of took my eye off the ball with the sports stuff and mm. um, I saw a market there 
And that was definitely the scalable because I, I saw how much money I was making from podcasting. I was mm. like, oh, shit, I can build this out quickly and, and clip it all as a business and help people. And mm. Simi was a part of that. Um, but like the media game, like you said, it's quite easy to start. Mm. And sort of once the boys realize that, they can just go off and do their own thing, which, yeah. which was cool. Um, yeah. That's just what happens. Yeah. Was that a hard, like a, a hard pill to swallow though? Cause like, <laughs> yeah, cause like, it's not just for, it's for you. It's not, it wasn't just like losing employees. Like you're, you're like mates, like genuine friendships. I assume with some of these guys, <laughs> like obviously look at you guys now, you know? Yeah. Like, um, yeah. yeah we're sweet. Like, we're sweet back. back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think, I think it's impressive. I also, cause I, well, I, obviously Simeon, I'm glad you're here, but I didn't know you were coming, but I was going to ask like how you were able to transition and like your sort of thought process there, because obviously such a big part of YKTR was probably a lot of the podcasting and sports brand, probably for that sort of, you know, one or two year period. Maybe on the front end at least. Yeah, front end it looked like that. But from the back end, like me and YKTR were funding YKTR sports. Yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, that was kind of like the hard part where like the probably the boys that rest, left most recently, they understood what was going on behind the scenes and like mm. – um, if they didn't feel appreciated, like there was stuff that we were doing and I won't get into numbers and stuff yeah, like that because sort of paint them in a bad light. But yeah, like the, the sad thing about it was, <laughs> that was enough to say. The only, only thing I like, I was disappointed with and like me and Simi didn't see eye to eye for a bit. Um, mm. oh, I, I, but that, do you know what? Like, I'm not going to lie, even though it's great you guys can sit here and talk about it, but like from an outside perspective, some of the content around that was some of the most thrilling to watch. Yeah. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like there was, it was like Portnoy when he goes at his like employees and shit. Like that's yeah. some of the best shit to watch. Yeah, well, it was, and cause you're into business and podcasting and like, I think in this country it doesn't fly, but like yeah, all the drama stuff. Fly. Like I love watching your like tantrums and shit or like, well, you know, like just like <laughs> claiming he's running the business. Like, man, I'm bringing in the, like, do you know, that was, that shit to I me was, was good. It wasn't a claim. It was fucking the facts, the numbers he was referring to just before. No, nah, but um, it was funny, man. Cause like, I'm, I'm a wild stallion, man. I need to fucking, yeah, I need see. to let my hair down and, you know, yeah, you and need cuff, I'm, I'm bipolar, you know, like literally. Are you actually? Yeah. Yeah. I take medication for it now. So it sort of dulled me down a bit. <laughs> I won't get into it, but um, no, but like, it was funny. He goes, nah, fuck you, bro. Blah, blah, blah. We were sort of arguing and, 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 I, and I had I, a good reason though. Yeah. Yeah. But I kept messaging him though. Going, uh, I go, you'll be back. But I, I go, I go, message me. I go, message me when you grow up. And then like, he just, he would be like, nah, fuck. Nah, nah, nah. He would, I, he was, he was arguing with himself. And I'll be like, I'll be like, yeah, sweet. I'll speak to you in a couple of weeks when you've calmed down. He's like, nah, fuck. Cause he lent me some money and shit, bro. And I like, he was like, fucking pay me back. And I was like, nah, bro. I was like, oh, nah. And we just kept arguing over it. And then, and then, um, he, he placed some money down. Like, it's like, Couple yeah. hundred bucks, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you got to yeah, think yeah, about mental deep. money that, I, that he owes me for the harassment oh, that I endured. I love how he's made up his own currency. Yeah. 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 Hey, the money is a real thing, bro. I'm gonna call the Simi currency mental, mental money, hey, bro. mental money, man. He's yeah, he's it. down a million dollars. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but but like, you know, like uh, it was a, it was just a weird time, bro. Because like, yeah, yeah, I was fucking. It was funny though because he would. And I'll cop the hammering from everyone <laughs> well, too. Well, that's, that's what, this is why this platform's so big. When everyone sort of had left to go off and do their own thing and maybe realized that, you know, it's an easy entrance and stuff, like you actually cop like a lot of, not att attention's probably the right word, of like everyone knew what was going on in your business, which is kind of a weird thing. <laughs> and then yeah. so all of a sudden you have to like explain stuff, even though 
you know why and you've got your comfort with the reasons or whatever. <laughs> you have to like oh, explain. Hammered, yeah, 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 like yeah. was that difficult? I'd tell him not to do it. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think he made the right move, but it's just ridiculous that he has to make that move. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I but thought. Like people, like people fell in love with me, you know what I mean? So yeah. Like his um, podcast yeah. and people loved it. So when, when he leaves YKTR and at the time it was kind of like mutual where like he wanted to go do his own thing plus it kind of wasn't really working out, eh? Yeah, it was like, it was like, Jackson like, wanted to like Jack, break Jacko, off. Jacko was like um, a part of the business, but I was sort of like doing grouse. It was like becoming its own entity. And then I, I, I felt like- It was my, flying too. Yeah, bro. it was a great podcast. Like it was our best, it was our best performing podcast. Well, I never I was, saw his eyes in it, just sunglasses. And <laughs> fucking- <laughs> yeah, I wear them to protect myself. It's <laughs> like Superman's cape, really. <laughs> but yeah, like we were, we were getting pissed and stuff and like- uh, like I, I just didn't think at the time, like uh, there was, there was just no structure around from it. So like I couldn't, I couldn't like, I'd be like, why aren't these guys investing? Mm. I'll fucking rock up half an hour late. You know what I mean? Like oh, right. shit like that. Like it was, it just wasn't like, no, a, you know what, some semi currency back to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Man, well, there's and then like he had, a, he had a girlfriend at the time. Um, yeah. so kind of like speaking of bipolar pills that really dimmed down to his content. Yeah. So well, he was only saying stuff, but then he'll be like mindful that it'll get back to her. So it like really diluted his content yeah, a lot right. okay, where yeah. he's best being. And you edgy. could see it in the numbers too. Like the numbers, like the views, the interaction, Actions, the comments, everything was dying down, and uh, uh, it was it was actually putting stress on my relationship too because I was like, I'm fucking losing money here and losing like mm. you know what I'm trying to build and like and then plus two the boys were sitting getting getting annoyed because like I'd be is that because you were just like talking about it too much or it was like on your mind you no sharing, no you no 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 it, was, it like, wasn't even that it was like you know I'd be like can't this can't that fuck oh, oh, and, right, like, okay. and like and just talking willy nilly but I think it just automatically is going to happen when you're in a relationship, but it just, that was my, that was what I brought to the table. So then when you remove yeah, so that. The best content's always off the cuff. Like you'll, yeah. you'll just say something, bro, and you'll say something like wild, but then once you sort of took that away from him, it was kind of like. Wild stuff. Like, you, you, you don't, just respectfully, you don't get to send me for a deep interview. Like yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You go yeah. there for escapism oh, yeah, yeah. and to yeah, laugh. Yeah, you tried to, you tried to hold hands at Volk. That sums you up. Yeah. And, but, like it, was, it, it didn't go your way, but yeah. uh, the risk was what was important. And that's more scalable than um, like a deep business conversation. Yeah, like, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. If you can make people. Yeah. Marketing is business. If yes. you can make people laugh and get away from their day to day life, bro, that's where the money is. Yeah. yeah. And like, even like, I mean, you get some people hit me up and they're like, bro, like, thank you so much for talking about this and that. And I was like, <laughs> uh, there's someone, I remember some guys like, man, what do I do in this? And I go, bro, I'm, on the, fen- I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence of fucking suicide right now, man. <laughs> I go, I'm the last guy. Like, I'm only here to get my paycheck and fuck off yet. And he's like, oh, sweet. Sorry about that, man. But, oh, bro. bro, but like, we like. You didn't how much people are actually going through shit, eh? Like, yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah like, like we you- got heaps of messages. Like, cause we, I'd talk openly about my fuck ups. And, but I found like, and to, I'm on that, I'm on the other side of it where it's like, bro, I found that shit valuable. Cause not necessarily I was going through shit, but like just to hear someone talk about it, yeah, like was pretty, pretty special. And, and you're right. Like I, I've sometimes I've spoken about this on this podcast. You don't realize sometimes how many, even though you've seen numbers, you don't realize how many people actually listen. Yeah. yeah. Well, bro, you so like, like it fucking like when you start getting messages and stuff and you're like, oh fuck, like it's pretty important. Like what we're pushing yeah, out. Bro, here. Like, like the, the biggest thing for me when I was sort of like, I, I, I think we were so far gone as like a crew well, me within the crew that it was like almost, it was hard to bounce back from, but like we were getting like all blacks inbox me and like they started following me. Sonny started following me. Quaid, like, I mean, obviously they're mates, but like, 
like all blacks were coming on like ufc fighters were coming on like you know bo ryan could only do like four interview podcasts a year and like he came on and so it was it was it had it had like a lot of momentum and and we were like we'd talk about doing potentially like a a radio show slash podcast every morning and then how that would build out but it, it it was just like it was just too far gone by that that time and plus I think the girlfriend aspect of it really fucking threw a spanner in yeah. my life right our, our office was so toxic for a bit bro because it, it's like um, it was like high school bro and every you're like because I, I, I thought oh, you mean, yeah you're great yeah, here's toxicity a, yeah and like that's where you thrive <laughs> flourishes I'll, just, I'll be like that kind of in the corner they're like oi Simi come shoot this content I'm like no I'm not I'm not doing it <laughs> oh, I can see why you get pissed off yeah, bro yeah and then like, fucking scoping the corner with his feet up all day and his barracks and socks going at 11 o'clock anything else boys all right I'll see you later. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and it was a big balance of like, Simi was like almost way too talented for content, but mm. like didn't have the work ethic. And then we had other boys who were just really, really consistent. And and I mm. kind of took the consistent side and yeah. I like just left those boys. I was like, fuck. Yeah. From, from a what do you want me to do? Like, yeah. you, look, you look at it like, I look at that as like, you know, Dusty in the finals, Munster in the finals. <laughs> oh, this is big true. time, big time players make big time. Yeah. yeah. yeah this might be ridiculous because it sounds like a, a pretty tough environment in general, but from a leadership perspective, like what were some of the lessons you might've picked up through that? Oh, I, I was like, I was the worst leader because at the start I tried to be too cool. So mm. I was like, fuck everyone come like out. Like matey. Matey. And like, oh, well, let's go party. I'll go get the tables. Come back to my house. Let's party there. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, it was mad. It was like heaps yeah. of fun. Yeah. Um, but got him on board. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was there before he got there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already at your house. <laughs> Wait, what song do you want on? So I went from that route where like everything was going great and like we had like bulk cash I was just like buying us fucking yeah. $8,000 a night rooms in Byron oh. like shit like that bro and it was Damn. don't get me wrong it was fucking fun but then you can't I tried to talk him out of it why can't you I got employment life was good bro <laughs> bro you, you look at like a spoiled kid you know what yeah. I mean and you see like when when you start to tell him no or like this isn't good enough mm. this starts to become a reaction to this because it's like oh like we've had it so good for so long. Like why are we starting to, why is our starting to come down hard on us now? Mm. So like I started watering a tree a certain way and as it started to grow, I tried to change it and it was kind of too late. Yeah. And then yeah. I'll just get angrier and angrier and angrier. Yeah. And then lucky we didn't have eight. <laughs> <laughs> lucky I'm HR. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that helps. I'll that message him and go, you can't speak to me like this. Here you go. Here you go. I'm taking screenshots of all these. Like, <laughs> I, I send them screenshots oh, I I'm like perfect yeah. I fucking hate you too bro no, do you know the worst thing about this kind of is like you'll spray him and get an angry ass and then he'll just say one little funny joke yeah. at the time <laughs> yeah. and then you start cracking yeah. up and then, oh, I reckon bro. you would yeah, I could see what you would have been like in like school and shit yeah, you would have been the guy getting yelled at and then like make the class laugh well, that's yeah. why and just like com- <laughs> yeah completely like unarm the teacher with what they were coming at you for oh bro oh. like I remember one time like Oh, I organized this event and I, I got blind eh? and I was, you know, like fucking few Sherbetton and, <laughs> and they, and I was getting the board of this event that I had organized and I was like, it was two hours too. Uh, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I gotta go. So anyways, I go, anyways, he goes, don't come like, don't come in this week. And then uh, we come jump on the podcast. It was, me and Jackson was quiet as, and I was like, I was like, oh, I think we could, we've got a case on our hands because eh? I took all these screenshots of his messages and then he was yelling at me and I go, I go, record this, record this. Knowing, and I was like, knowing oh, ISIS oh, HR. Yeah. <laughs> That's a funny yeah, part. Yeah, bro. And I was like, no, no, I'm just at home. He goes, no, fuck you, you fucking cunt. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> He's such a bad human. Yeah, He's such a bad. Does, I want to segue into to dating because I spoke about it before we came on air. We're all single. 
we're either doing something really right or something really wrong. And I yeah. just, I want to get everyone's introspective on it. Cause you're, you've been quite open about like, you're focusing on such and such at a certain time and you're not looking for stuff, but like, you know, I don't really speak about it, but I'm good at getting girls in, just not retaining it. Or I don't, I don't, I'm not very good like in, in relationships. Not about I don't, what, what, what's stopping you from going past that next point? Um, I don't you know, bored, man. It's a, yeah. Bored. And it's like a big, I think I've learned it's a big decision. It's a big thing, bro. Yeah. What's like, that son of you? Taurus. Oh, no. <laughs> horny. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, is that what you said? Yeah, horny. Yeah. Uh, Every star sign is that. Yeah. Maybe. How do you know that? I didn't even know that about Tauruses. May, yeah. Sacks just... up. Are you Taurus? Leo. Uh, Sag, Sag, oh, Sagittarius. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Nah, it's kind yeah. of weird. Like, I looked into um, like star signs and Do you believe and in it? Design. Honestly, yeah. star, oh, do you I know believe in star signs? numbers more than star yeah, signs. I like, if I like you know your star yeah. signs, if you know all that shit, you're guaranteed this. It's a good, it's a good um, lead way. Eh, it is, um, man. It is. Yeah, like, people hammer it like girls that bring up star signs on the first date, like they're red flags. But sometimes, like, it breaks down a barrier, and all of a sudden, would you're you like, lie? Would you lie about your star sign if you knew what was the opposite that attracted it? Like, if, if I was like, hey, if what, I, if what's your I, say? You're uh, the sorry, chick. I'm like, okay, what's say, your star sign? I'm gonna say no. But if I was on a double date with you, a hundred percent would. A hundred percent would. Just like, to catch you off guard <laughs> and like say, yeah, man, I'm a Pisces. Nah, man. Do you know what he does well? Like, a, do you know what he does well on a night out? Like, he pays himself out early. but the thing is. Like it's a it's a throw off because he's so big like big islander. Yeah, dude, I wouldn't go on a double date with you, bro. I'm fucked. Nah, yeah, but I'm like, not. good thing is he gets the whole table laughing. Yeah, he's got you got good chat, and then he'll just like whisper little things and gets them <laughs> laughing. He, he plays it well, bro. He yeah, plays it I well. don't put anyone else down. That's my thing. That's yeah, on the opposite. Uh, right. Straight away, he'd be like, "What are you doing with this kind of? I just fired him last week." And I'm like, what "The fuck? Why would you say that?" For? <laughs> well, that. Yeah, I think you're the man. A walk off. And I'm like, I'm like, sorry about it, man. He's a yeah. little brother. You know they are. But what, but, what's, what about you guys? What's stopping you guys? Is there anything stopping you? I mean, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just don't really know what I want from the other side. Because I used to think I'd want someone like similar to me who's like driven and, and motivated. But like, I think you want the opposite. Like, as you get a little bit older, you kind of want peace when you come home. Um, so I don't know. I probably I don't probably put myself out there enough. Like, mm. I don't go on dates or anything yeah. like that because I enjoy my life so much. I'm not really chasing. Um, yeah tasting anything on the other side. Yeah. I think if you focus on yourself, eventually someone will That's come. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I think I need to start doing that as well. Because you, you're in it. You, your relationship is like, weirdly enough, in a public eye. Which it's not is weird, so, man. Right? I'm talking to me. Yeah. Well, they, they were like, what, it's, yeah. But All my relationships. Your ex was like, <laughs> she's like, in, like Instagram famous though. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, I don't, I don't know much about it, but I know she's Instagram famous. So he lived in Melbourne for a bit when he was, um, with, you know, Bonnie Anderson. Oh, man, you've, you've got a good list, huh? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I need to see this CV. Uh, I need to see them. this they, CV. They, they chase me. Uh, like, <laughs> what is it? You put me. You put me in a is room. Is it because with, you're a red you flag? Me, you put me in a room with anyone. <laughs> put me in a room with anyone. Like, okay, um, give me. Give I'm me coming one, out in a relationship. Give me one celeb. Give me one celeb that because I always think I've always said like I reckon if I met Rihanna before. Pre ASAP, I reckon I could get her because I'm from yeah, Barbados. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I've got, we've got cool. mutual ground. Know, but like, cool, yeah, that's bro. just my, yeah. but like, do you, what's, 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 what's one outrageous, like, one that you would like? Is there every, anyone that you've ever that, thought of that you could, like, yeah, I could pull it? Honestly, bro, like, it sounds and I, ridiculous. And I've said this to everyone, even my mates that have no confidence. I'm like, I genuinely believe I can get anyone. <laughs> I know it sounds <laughs> fucked. I know it sounds fucked, but because of like my sales background, what I've learned to do is like, 
is like um, mimic their mannerisms and body language and then like so you manipulate them <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean okay. like, like I mean just say everyone, everyone, everyone manipulates everyone in their own right you know like it's just yeah, who's we're better fronting, aren't we? yeah, yeah genu- so okay, filters, genuine filters yeah, yeah. so but what, what, I've, what yeah, I've realized though is like that's fucked me is like as you said like the retention side of things like I start to realize like that's not really who I am and I'm being someone I'm not and they're like fuck this isn't the guy that like yeah. you know what I mean so it just ends up biting you in the ass anyway so um but in regards to my relationship um it really fucked me eh like yeah. it really yeah. it really are you, fucked are you, like, me are you alright now because I remember yeah. in Perth oh, like, I'm good now in Perth like oh, you, you bro, were still I was devastated there. yeah you I was there. devastated bro and, and like you know I still it's normal like, man I still I still love her I still dream about her <laughs> you know what I mean so I don't know you tell me if I'm fucking over <laughs> <it> or not <laughs> but uh you know wake up cuddling three pillows you tell me no nah. but I, I I um what I've realized from this that that uh transaction is like transaction well everything's a transaction you know what I mean but yeah. I I I've realized that like I've always died for Nyash you know I've always tried to chase after <laughs> tail and and life Nash. is in the pen the donkey man and like I'm just not I'm not in a place where within myself like financially mentally yeah uh, relationship wise with friends and family she was way too good for you too nah so. no way no way I'm doing Simi yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll break all there no I'm joking but yeah. you know what I mean like yeah, it, it didn't just sound if, like if it you, no, <laughs> no, no 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 crying bro. on my so, shoulder I'm uh, like bro we hey, just met a few, a few beers tonight I'll be doing the same thing cunt. that's me I'm 100% straight off the bat oh bro but, like I just I'm, I, she works I, in our office too oh boy oh, that's, oh. that's the other reason why you're there to the wall talking about me so we'll, we'll go to a coffee bar and I just walk past and like don't oh, even talk anymore. Oh, she says hello to me though. Was it to you? Do you know, I, I can't figure it out if it's a really powerful sign of a person, if they can um, be civil with their ex. Mm. Like you don't necessarily, but like, I think that's a sign of strength, yeah. but at the same oh, time. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. All, all my, ex, all my yeah. exes end up fucking unblocking me and messaging me and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Once you've tasted the sweet nectar, it's hard, it's hard to forget. Nah. Uh, but um, no, nah, bro, I'm I'm like I'm honestly like, fuck, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I went on a date. Like after the breakup, like oh, even really? you know, I've, I've I've met a few chicks here. Do you, and go, there. Do you go on dates at all? Like, have uh, you gone back I, in that? I go, I go through phases, bro. Yeah, where, it's a mood thing. Hey, yeah, like I might go like six months without going on a date. Then I might go for three and one. Yeah, week, yeah, yeah. So. I'm saying, do, do you reckon you're like? Like, do you know? What, sorry, bro. Yeah, you go, you go. Um, do you know what the hard thing is? Because we're into like podcasting and conversations. Yeah. Like I hate shallow conversations. Oh, and then sometimes bro. I'll jump. And he said this to me before too. Yeah. He goes, "No, you try and go too deep too early." Yeah. I find I, no, but <laughs> I find myself. I find myself like I feel like I'm holding the fort. I'm keeping things together, and they think they're like loving it because I'm like talking like this is normal. Yeah. yeah and you've done a yeah, hundred yeah, episodes yeah, of this, yeah, yeah. and they're like, "This guy's amazing." I'm like, "Fucking give me something yeah, back." Give me something yeah, back. Yeah, like, yeah, and I'm like, "I'm not feeling anything." Like, and that's the hard part. Do you know what I'm saying? If you have to get them in the van. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good thing. Uh, first did, date in the van. And the hard thing is, bro, because like as you start to develop as a podcast, so you hang around different people, yeah. those types of conversations grow as you get into those yeah. types of circles. Yeah. So if you go into a situation where there's kind of like a low-key, shallow conversation, you might get bored of that because intellectually you're not stimulated. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and you can be as hot as you want, but if you can't hold a convo or make me laugh or make me think or yeah. maybe feel at peace. Have you always been like that? Because I've been, I, was, I wasn't like that until like the last few years. Oh, I'm a 
like kind of balance. Like I love like hanging out with guy like Simi and Chico. My, all my mates are kind of like rat baggy. Yeah, and yeah, I love so that because because <laughs> comedy is a form of conversation that's intellectual. Like our yeah. conversations yeah. and comedy. Like there's a certain IQ that you need to make me. Yeah, laugh you have a high comedy laugh. IQ. It's huge, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of yeah. people have said that. It's, it's like um, it's, but that, that's a form of IQ in terms of um, conversations. But then I need the jump in with a business guy and go talk about life and books and stuff like that. So yeah. I, I like, I like having the balance of the two. Okay. I can do that too though. No, you can't. Yes, you I can. can. No, do you, you know what? You can flick the switch. <laughs> yeah. he, he, no. know, he knows enough about a lot of things that he yeah. can jump in a conversation and say something that only that person would understand. I think your issue is, is that you, you love taking the piss too much. So even though you couldn't meet everyone, you're like, fuck yeah. that. I'm not yeah. going to, yeah. I'm not going to meet it. I'm going to fuck this Bro, up. We'll be in the, we'll be in this yeah. room. We'll be in this in like, in a, <laughs> bender right and i'll be in the room with like fucking prince harry and like not literally but like oh all these people like high like how high value people and i'm sitting there having like chats with them and i'm thinking to myself i, I don't deserve to be at this table right now like no oh, but yeah bro like but, oh, you put up that kind of like self-sabotage thing and i've seen yeah. this to him that's like he does that a lot yeah because like, the hard thing is and it's kind of sad um <laughs> like with upbringing and stuff like that like yeah. If you feel like people are going to leave, the the best way you can predict an outcome is self sabotage. Yeah. He, he does a lot to himself. Are you an anxious? You know those oh, attachment styles. Are you the anxious oh, one? Yeah. I'm the anxious yeah, one too, yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm bad. I'm bad. I, but I think it's the worst one. I've, I've, I've read. The, I've disconnected from everyone. I now. actually, I actually, with my, I was with my ex girlfriend. They, we went to like couples therapy, and the the lady <laughs> gave us the lady gave me a book of like attachment styles, explaining you're this one and she's that one. And I read the chapter, and I'm like, what? Well, just tells me it doesn't. I broke up with her off the book, yeah. and I went back to the psych. She's like, yeah. well, not off the book, but I'm like, it was already done. Yeah, but yeah. like that validated it for me. I'm like, oh, the attachment styles don't work. Yeah, and I told her, and she like. She's like, why did you do that? I'm like, well, you gave me a book and it explained yeah. why it can't work. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. like a man movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, was like, I was like, what do you want me to right. do? That was like, what, what we, attachment styles are there? Besides? Uh, there's anxious, anxious. Uh, avoidance, secure. Secure is the bad. Like secure is the one you want to be or want to date. Um, and then there's oh, one. Uh, that'd be me. Avoidant, like avoidance like you, you're, you're kind of one foot always out. Anxious is, you're, you're, anxious is you're always on edge. Like, you're not fully trustworthy. You're you're always hyper. Yeah, That's yeah, hyper. Yeah. Like you send, like they say. You, I'm not like this to an extent, but it says like what from what I've read. Like you send a message and they respond half the day, and you like send two more. Oh, that's me. like <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what they say. Like you, fuck, that's you're me. You're not eh? chill. If yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, no. Um, Whereas sure. secure's like, well, bro, she was in the office like right next door to us, and I'd be like, bro, where the fuck are you? Yeah, secure's like, if you left me, if you wall. left me right now, I know I'll be fine. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like that. I'm yeah, like that's the best one to be. Yeah, yeah, you are like that. Actually, I remember then, you going you, through a breakup, and I was like, it's all right, man. You'll be all right. And he's like, okay, yeah. like, it's all good, man. Like, yeah, but like on. you almost become too independent, though. So like, say if you get in an argument, instead of you trying to figure it out and dive a bit deeper, you end up just going, oh, I'll, I'll just take off. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's true. So you, yeah, that's, that's probably that's a reason worse. why I'm on my own as yeah, well. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. But uh, uh, relationship-wise, man, I'm, it's... I just, I, I, in my mind, I just, I feel like we're in a living in a time where it's, it's just hard, like, man. It's I reckon not, it's really hard to date in this world. Like, I imagine also, options, our, oh yeah, well, that, that market where I know the market. Like a hundred years ago, I didn't know what the fuck was out there. I yeah, knew yeah. three girls up the street, hundred <laughs> percent. Do you know what I mean? So and I'm like, I was writing, I was writing fucking, letters and shit. And a grizzly. Like now, I can see girls in Perth, in Brisbane, in Brazil, <laughs> everywhere. I'm like, and yeah, not people see them, talk to them. Yeah, and then you get money. Like, not yeah. saying I do yeah, this, yeah, but like people have money. It's like just one flight away. Like it's so so easy to connect now. Exactly. So it's just it's a bit different, but. Yeah, as soon as you have an argument too, it's like, well, I'm just going to go like fucking Shorty's pictures from last week that I met at fucking Let Sinaloa. me put up some quotes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we put up some quotes in a t topless, topless t uh, pic. Yeah, you don't see that all the time. Oh, eh? like the, bikini um, shots? The legs just, in the bath? 
<laughs> if you get legs into a bath straight into a coat she's just broken up oh. <laughs> that's golden <laughs> that's golden I want to um, I just want to round up with a few business questions because more from an advisory standpoint um, I see it maybe you take over the mic. but um, <laughs> I just want uh, in your eyes your big, biggest success at YKTR like what's been the proudest moment of, across the journey um, I kind of don't small. say see me yeah, Go on, this, is, this is like a little bit of a dark one but um, there was a kid that ended up committing suicide and he was a twin very early on and he loved the brand so much that his brother buried him in YKTR. Wow. Yeah. So like the first thing you said, the first thing I thought of when you said that was that, yeah, um, but that's pretty special, man. Yeah, it's pretty. But it's Rest also peaceful, yeah. it's also scary at the same time. And yeah, like, I talk on it like I'm proud of it, but it's just not not that I'm proud of it. But it's cool to think that an idea that you had made such an impact like that. Yeah, and and the mum's message, um, his mum's messaged me a couple of times and. Uh, every time I bring it up on a podcast, someone re- throws it back to her and she always yeah. says, thanks for keeping this memory alive. Yeah. Well, you know, what? it's fine. I know we're like joking and talking a lot and probably people think like these guys sometimes are idiots, but like the part of why I think we speak like this is because we know how fucking real life is. Mm. So like we have to see the funny side in things or else like it gets dark, <laughs> oh, you know what mate, I mean? Real yeah. quick. So that's for why sure. like, yeah, like so sometimes important that we do shit like this just to lighten the mood. Oh, 100%. People go through real shit, like you said. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was about to say that when you were talking before, like- as I know a lot of people going through stuff, but like dark content all the time, like draining to listen to at the same mm. time. You just get like, you just feel sadder yeah, yeah, yeah. and sadder. So I think the balance of laughter is like one of the greatest medicines there is. Right. Okay. 100%. And like anyone that's listening to Geordie, there's always someone that can relate to him. And then if he throws a oh, joke 100%. off the bat, they laugh too. I reckon you're relatable to everyone, whether it's not, doesn't well, have to be a hundred percent, but a it's normal- just- Normal, like a normal dude. Yeah, you like don't put not, no, he only does. He's kind of like Theo Vaughn. Like he'll say what you're thinking, but yeah. you don't have the balls to say. <laughs> yeah, Theo Vaughn. I love that dude. He's a guy. I love that. Dude. Cancelled, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> now, man, it's yeah. It's um. All right. So this is probably the second last question, but biggest lesson you've learned across the journey that if you started again, you wish you knew. So for anyone out there starting business, sort of the biggest thing that you picked up through your journey that would have been handy to know at the start. Um, I kind of used to think of like entrepreneurship was for everyone, but I sort of realized it's not. So I think the biggest thing about entrepreneurship is not so much about IQ. I used to get a buzz when people say like, oh, look how smart you are. Like mm. it feeds the ego up. But I think I um business is more about persistence. So right. in the world, there's only 5% of Such entrepreneurs in, in the world. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, I don't think you have to be special to start, but I just think you have to be consistent. Do you think persistence beats whatever you're doing in business? Like like the product? Oh. It's not about the product. It's about the persistence in a sense. I, I think persistence should become in like constantly trying to evolve, not trying to push the same thing. Right. You know I mean? Got so you. It's us just making So hoodies, fail fast, you keep moving, keep going. Stay light and be yeah. able to pivot. And one of the best things about all the boys leaving is like our business used to run like 80K a month on, on expenses. And oh. we were doing like wild shit. Like we had heaps of staff, cool offices, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But if I Gangster. stayed in that- I was mo- pissed every day. <laughs> we've got a fridge full of piss. Oh. Um, but if I were in that spot there now, like I can't pivot on the spot. Like I can't just go, yeah. oh, we're doing this now. Like we done a, we block our website now and you only use password and Fuck. have limited stock on it. Okay. Um, it's open at the moment, but <laughs> um, just <laughs> yeah. like before like that, I'll be like, shit, I got to pay all these guys wages. So yeah. we have to be pushing merch. And if you're pushing shit all the time, it becomes like a little bit yuck. You feel I'm, yuck. I'm, I'm like, I'm like starting my, like trying to start my clothing brand. And like, there's been a few expenses that like, I definitely took for granted for like from when I was oh, at yeah. YKTR. Like even like even like 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 little merch like runs or like even just going to get the samples and they're like, Oh yeah, that's five hundred bucks. You're like, 
the fuck there's five T's here like <laughs> and I'm like yeah, holy cow because I'm, yeah, I'm saying yeah, yeah. I'd be like man we need to get this done he's like are you fucking paying for it and I'm like yeah. I'm like come on man like let's go and then now that I've started to like roll out like photographers and fuck, and I'm like you, you obviously specs. know there's expenses there but like when the See numbers that. when the numbers on the invoice and you're like Oh, my bad, man. <laughs> man message him like, hey, bro. Sorry about that, hey, bro. And it was like one time, like, and because they just said it's business money, like expenses, blah, blah, blah. But you're taking money out of somewhere. And I remember like Jacko once, I fucked up like a 20K. Uh, I was a 20K fuck up. And he was just sort of like laughing. And I was just like, oh, like yeah, I was that, so right? angry. Yeah, that, and that's, then, um, that's fucked. And I was there I going, agree with that. I remember, one yeah. I remember one time. Um, <laughs> in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. yeah. No. When anyone, any, anyone got in trouble in the office, everyone else was happy as. Oh, really? That's, happy. A, tox that's a toxic office. Oh, bro. It was the best. It was the best. Yeah. It was good for content. Yeah, great uh, for content. And then yeah. I remember one time like Jackson's pay was late by a day or two and he was just having these little snarky comments about like I've got bills and shit to pay no. and I said it's different when it comes no. out your own pocket yeah that's a good point that's yeah. a good point yeah. um, to round out we've got a question we always finish with the listeners will know I test sort of three key traits to success in business sport life resilience driver ambition all three are important but I want you to both pick the one that's been most important in your journey that resonates the most out of the three uh, resilience yeah. yeah yeah sounds like your story you would have never lost Oh man, yeah, fuck, so yeah, forth. yeah. I think like there was a time like point where I was sort of like fuck, oh fuck this, like. But I think uh, I've I've just always like <laughs> put myself in the hard positions. But mm. I've always like whenever shit hits the fan or like I'm in a really tough spot, um, I, I'm like I don't I just don't back down from it. Eh? I'm like, yeah. And I've been into some weird weird situations, like. And I think you like being in those situations. Nah, though. not anymore. Not <laughs> yeah. anymore. I mean, like, I, it's not that I knew it would come in. It was just like a, it was like a fucking domino effect. And then I'd find myself fucking sitting in the car, like in the random car park going, fuck, we've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It, do, it doesn't hit you until it hits random you. Car park. <laughs> yeah, random you're just car? in a KFC, KFC car park fucking counting coins to get a, get a feed and you're like, uh, I fucked up again, man. Like, <laughs> car full of fucking clothes. You're like, fuck. Oh, man. Mates are pissed off at you. Bless so, soul, bro. yeah, bro. Resilience, man. That's my one. All right. I well, what was it? Uh, driver ambition. Um, I'll probably go ambition because yeah. I, I, I mix in when I hear ambition, I hear passion. So, yeah. a lot of people see you as sort of me as motivated, but I'm not. I just like what, what I do. Yeah. And that allows me to be resilient and, and consistent. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing something you love every single day, you can be consistent. It's not hard. You don't have to get paid a lot of money. But if you do it over time, that money comes. Beautiful answer. Boys, it's been a blessing having you on, man. I love you guys. I love the content that you love both you put too, out. Man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah so pleasure, man. Fun. Hopefully we get you to the footy tonight. Let's try to do that. Huh? Bro, hard. I'll be <laughs> keen ass. Yeah, yeah done. Yeah. All right, you thank bears. you guys. Appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you next week. Are you a podcaster? Maybe you've got that big idea and you're looking for a network to join. The multi-award winning Ozcast Network can get your content to eyes and ears all over the world. Join now for the first month free and you could be featuring this sound at the beginning of your podcast. Ozcast. Simply head to ozcastnetwork.com for details.